Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today we are joined by Talia Halberer, amazing mindset coach. Talia helps people recreate their lives and heal their bodies by working on and shifting their thoughts. After reversing her own multiple sclerosis symptoms by mindset work and lifestyle changes, she created her company, Alpha by Talia, and now dedicates her life to supporting others in achieving the same healing results. Today, Talia shares with us her journey, and we dive into how our perspectives create our reality. We talk about the fact that we have the power to heal and how healing requires living a love-based life versus a fear-based life. We also dig into epigenetics and how we can change our gene expression. Talia, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I am so excited to not only bring your story to listeners, but also what you are doing, because it is, I know how important and effective it is. I love starting, if you're willing to share a little bit of, you know, how did you get to be doing this in the world? Uh, We were joking off camera. I'm sure you didn't decide when you were five years old, like, oh, this is what I want to do. Most of us got here through our journey. So share if you're willing to share yours with listeners, I, I think it's really inspiring. For sure. For sure. Um, and yes, I definitely didn't plan to do that when I was younger. I wanted to be a lawyer and so many other things that remain the story of somebody else. But if you don't mind, I'm going to start a little bit back to my childhood because it all connects in a conversation that we're, we're diving into. Of course, that's where that's where the, our stories start, right at the beginning. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I grew up in Israel. And Israel, for those of you who do not know, the constant tension in the Middle East and almost all the time in some way living under a war or thinking, you know, should I take this bus because somebody might blow it up? And will I be, will my family member be one of the people on the like, you know, death list this year. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of tension, a lot of stress, you know, serving in a military, which we all have to do, you know, seeing your friends not coming back home, a lot of stress and fear that seemed at the moment when I just, you know, a child being born into that, it seemed like this is the world. This is life. This is what it is. I didn't know anything else. And when it comes to my family or came to my family, I had still have an amazing, incredible mother that always gave me everything and provided everything I ever needed. But my father was uh, very absent. He, for whatever reasons he had at the time, always put the family last. And he was very absent. And even though my mom gave me everything a child could ever ask for, all I wanted as a child was my father's love. I remember, Julie, I remember days of being like, for begging him 
I remember begging him that all the fathers are going with their daughters and kids to the, to the like garden that we had behind our home, come play with me. And he, as a, you know, he always said something, but he was never there. And now as a child, I could only think like a child, you know, I didn't have the mind of the adult that has experiences and understanding and read and studied. I made up things about myself because kids tend to do that. Sure. So I was start developing thoughts that at some point became beliefs about myself that was were very negative and very limiting stuff like I'm not lovable, right? Because parents' love is the, the most pure and authentic and unconditional love. But my father doesn't choose to love me. He chooses his friend. He chooses businesses, chose other women, chose to sleep. So it must be something about me. I'm unlovable. I had thoughts like, I'm not worthy of my father's love. I am broken. All of these kind of thoughts that at the moment just seemed very real to me. But when you think you have thoughts and you have them on Monday and on Tuesday and on Wednesday and on Thursday and every day and every day, they become your beliefs. And your beliefs are what lead everything in your life, in your life eventually. But we'll get to that. But Back to this story, you know, I grew up, became a teenager, and my father at that time completely left the country, started a different family, a new family in a different country, and I really wanted a father figure, and I was looking for whatever was available for me, and I was very close to one of my family members because he had a daughter my age, we were very, you know, close, and he was supporting me with being there for me because my father left, and the family was like, you know, a lot of problems that happened because of his, you know, because he chose to live, to leave. And this family member ended up taking advantage of me sexually. And I processed it in so many ways. And I'm talking now and I almost feel like crying. And that didn't happen to me in a while. But, you know, it just, it happened. It happened so much. If you, if you stand in a room and ask how many of you got sexually abused on some level, more than half of the room at this point will probably raise their hands. So I'm actually really happy I'm bringing it up right now because I don't always talk about well, that. <laughs> I am too. And, and it's such a service. And, and there are two of us on, on, in this conversation that had that experience. And I think if you took a room of women with autoimmune issues, I think the numbers would be even higher. You know what, based on all the information that I have from people I worked with or met with autoimmune, I really believe you're right. So thank you for your bravery and going there. Thank you. So that experience, you know, as a teenager, that's really developing uh, their worldview and understanding, okay, who am I in this place? How do I get to show up to make it a successful journey for me, whatever this journey is going to look like? I became, how can I say that? I stopped trusting people. I stopped trusting anybody that wasn't me. And I felt like it's a battle. Now the battle began and it's going to stay forever. You know, I thought that the world is not safe. People are always going to try to screw me over. I am here for myself. I must protect myself. And this is the journey of who survives last. And... I developed a really strong personality out of that. I felt like that I have to show up a certain way because that's what's going to make me safe. People will not take advantage of me in any way like that. So I became number one in everything that I was doing. You know, everything was super successful and I felt great. I was like, I am in charge. Nobody can fuck me up now. Sorry, I like to curse. I hope you don't mind. And 
and everything became great. You know, I was successful. I was number one, literally in everything I was doing, but I wasn't number one out of love. I wasn't number one out of flow. It was all out of fear. Because if I won't be, I'll be, under, I'll be in danger. People will hurt me. I'll have more pain. And, and in my opinion, and, and I hope we'll get into that a little more soon, but in my opinion, that's the most dangerous place to be, to live in this fear that something will happen at any moment. It affects the body. It affects the life experience. It affects your results. It, it affects the whole reality we live in eventually or create from, for ourselves. And, and at the time, I didn't have the knowledge I have today. I didn't understand that my thoughts, the way I live, uh, live <laughs> my words to myself affect my reality, create my reality. I didn't know that the beliefs that I live with, lived with or the, the thoughts that I had were just not conducive with creating life of true happiness, life of health, life where I can really thrive in. And at some point, I got diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And that was just a horrible experience. I lost my ability to see in my left eye. At some point, I lost the ability to walk without, without assistance. My legs, my hands were numb, maybe like 95% of the day. Couldn't use my left hand for a while because it was just too weak. It's almost like I had to learn functioning with one Pain was just ridiculous. All my joints everywhere, random, random pain that you don't even understand where it comes from. You can't explain it even to yourself. And and fatigue. I always joke, it's not a joke, but like I needed to take naps in the middle of lunch just to be able to complete it because I just couldn't stay awake. Could not stay awake. So I stopped working. I stopped providing to myself. I got divorced a little bit before. So it was like just me, new country. It was just a lot of fear and a lot of pain. That's the story of the past, thankfully. But but it was a very hard time in my life. And you know, doctors and everybody with autoimmune conditions or diseases can probably relate to that. You know, you got to the doctor and they're like, listen, young lady, there's nothing you can do about it. We don't know why, but your body is attacking itself and you're gonna have to live with that. So what we have to offer you is medication that truly is gonna ruin your body but it's the only thing that's going to slow down the progression. And you really want to slow down, down the progression because, you know, you're young. We don't want to see you on a wheelchair that soon. Yeah. More fear, right? It's like a, it's another exactly. fear tactic. If you don't take this medication, dot, 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 dot. Yep. Exactly. But at the beginning, I was, I didn't say yes right away, but the fear tactics worked on me at some at some point but it just added more fear to my life because you cannot ignore all the side effects and how those medications could really really potentially ruin your body and every time i took a pill every day i had horror thoughts it was just i knew i knew there's a better way for me i didn't have the answers yet but i knew there must be one and i was so committed to finding it which is partially why I think I found it. And I'm saying it right now because any of you listening right now, I want you and you want to develop this knowing in your heart. The no matter how. And even though you don't know the way right now, if you will decide in your heart, in your mind, that you will find a way, you will. The universe is always working with us and it will show you the way 
it'll come. Don't try to plan it. Trust. I really believe that's what really started um, changing my journey. But anyway, at that point, I started educating myself and I learned um, that people really do have the power to heal. And that what my doctor told me and the other doctors I consulted with just shared with me their thoughts based on the modalities they choose to follow and learn. And I just chose to study and take different ways. And for those of you who don't know me, at that time, I was already a transformational um, facilitator. I was facilitating transformational workshops and I was a coach and I was training people how to use their mind to create a reality that they wanted. I just never, never focused on health, just everything else but health. But my diagnosis led me to focus obviously on the connection between the mind to the body and how we can actually create a shift in the body by using just the mind. And I started applying everything that I was learning. And believe it or not, I reversed all of my symptoms. I feel incredibly amazing. I walk well, I dance, I jump, I swim. I see both of my eyes. I use my hands, my legs. I do whatever I want. It's all story of the past. And obviously, I don't know if I need to mention, but I do not take medication for a very long time. And I realized it was just an incredible, I mean, people... I didn't know about it. Nobody that I knew knew about it. But like, I have to do something about it. And I developed some method, which was basically based on the steps that I followed. And since then, I started supporting other people with autoimmunity, autoimmune diseases to reverse symptoms and free their body. And oh my God, Julie, my life is more exciting than it's ever been. Oh my gosh. There's just so much in there. I want to go back. I wish I could like underscore as you're speaking. (laughs) (laughs) I really can. And we were talking before I hit record just about this unbelievable importance of, and, and it really is the key of mindset and healing. And listeners know, you know, we talk about food and nutrition, we talk about toxins, we talk about sleep and stress management and movement and you name it. But as I shared with you, I have come to learn like you, yours was through your personal journey. I always say I'm amazed that I was able to heal without changing my mindset first. So I was lucky enough to get enough improvement by making some other changes, but by working with as many people as I've worked with over the years, I have learned, I shared with you, it's mindset first. You, I, there is nothing more important and there's so much about your story that just underscores that whole journey, right? This, this living in constant fear, right? First, just circumstantially of just the, how, you know, the, what was going on in your country as you were growing up to the family dynamics, to the abuse, to this. And and what I was hearing as you were discussing, like sharing with us, your, you know, I was number one, I was the winner. I was successful. I was the, and I, all I could think of was armor, that was her armor, right? And then we hide, we hide behind this armor. And what we don't talk about when there's this world we don't trust and the people we don't trust is we don't trust ourselves, right? We got ourselves into situations or we trusted others and we got hurt. And and so shifting those 
and and as you you put it so beautifully because sometimes people think oh i experienced this big trauma with a capital t and it, it's too big for anybody to imagine you know i can't recover from that well you just shared with us a lifetime of trauma right that was all you Basically. knew was daily whether little t- i say I always say it doesn't matter if it's a little t or big t we all have trauma that's not it i don't know that you could live on this planet and avoid trauma it's right. it's what we do and as you said how that sets up your belief system is everything and as you know and i know cuz we see it every day with our clients this is at the root of autoimmunity it mm. is i i think through working with so many people in with autoimmunity in different stages it's i'm surprised it's not used as proof <laughs> in 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 mainstream healthcare now because this is it it is always come back to that that's the work that i'm focusing on and you'll be surprised the results that people create and how they achieve back freedom in their body and that's all that we do that's where we put the focus so it's it's amazing i i want to kind of back it up because you and i we could talk for hours and hours and hours and you can put this under the umbrella of mindset right when i always say you know mindset is so important in healing Let's let's just reverse all the way to the beginning. When we when we're talking about mindset, what do you eat? What does that even mean? Okay, so I don't really like the word mindset anymore, and I did like it for a time. But what I've noticed is when I the word mindset or people hear the word mindset, they're like, oh, positive thoughts and positive whatever, and all of this happens. You know, we have the conscious mind and the unconscious, subconscious mind. And the conscious mind is the one that will choose, yeah, let me uh, think uh, positive thoughts and let me, you know, and, and, and that is not what's creating the shift in the body. It's amazing. It's important. If you do it, keep doing it. If you're not doing it, it's also great to start doing it. But this is not where the shift that we're talking about is happening. So in my book. <laughs> so when you think about the mind, I mean, what is the mind? The mind is... Well, it's everything and it's nothing. <laughs> you can see it. You can touch it. It doesn't have a shape or a form, but it is what connecting you or the inside of you with the outside world. So the reality can happen however it happens, right? Things happen, but you will perceive it in a certain way that somebody else will perceive it in a completely different way. We're all going to give our own interpretation. The interpretation is an outcome of our mind. So this is why I'm saying it's connecting what's happening on the outside to us on the inside. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Crystal, okay. we, all, <laughs> we all create our own reality and it doesn't mean we choose our circumstances always. But yeah, I mean, we, everybody that listens to this is going to hear different things and that's exactly what you're referring to, right? Exactly. Exactly. And that's how our whole life is, right? Because when I was a child, like I said, I had the experience with my dad. I, I gave it a certain interpretation and certain meaning, which through I developed some beliefs that led my life. Oh, I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. I'm not this. I'm not this. Let me be number one in everything. So people don't know that I'm unworthy, that I'm not worthy or not good enough or unlovable or this shit that I had in my mind. Yeah. You make us create or or like not take action or 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 
take action or not take action, but all of it is coming from the foundation, which is really the beliefs that we have about ourselves, about the world. Okay. So you talked about, you're not talking about this conscious power of positive thinking, which again is, is wonderful. It's a great place to start. Tell us a little more about, so when you're working with people, how does that look? What do you, what can somebody do? Was the thing with the unconscious thoughts is we don't, we don't know we're having them, right? We're not conscious of, of those stories. It takes work, right. To get to, you didn't just wake up one morning and realize, oh my gosh, I created all these stories around my dad's issues. Right. And I developed who, who, you know, where I saw my self-worth. So how, how do you approach this with people when you're working? Because I'm fascinated to learn and it's so important. And I know, cause I, I know you well enough to know that there's, there's gold here, guys lean in and listen, because any little step we can take toward this kind of healing is beyond exponential. Remember Talia couldn't see out of one eye, had numbness in one hand, had weakness, couldn't walk unassisted, couldn't get through a meal without napping. And people sometimes will say, you know, I don't believe that. You know, there's no way. I used to be one of those people. <laughs> I was one of those people. And I admit, I admit it, you, I was a lot slower <laughs> to, to the pickup on the, I did the medication route for 11 years. So I really did believe I didn't think there was another way. And I thought when I would hear a healing story, I thought one of two things either, and this is, these were my stories, right. That were keeping me stuck where I was either. They were not as sick as me, you know, or misdiagnosed or something, or they experienced a miracle, lucky them, you know, that rare. And so we are all the miracle, the miracles waiting for all of us. And, but this belief system and knowing it's not, it could start with believing. I actually start with, you don't even have to believe, I don't think, to start to learn, right? To start. That's where that kind of positive thinking, I say, like tipping the scales. I always reference it. I don't, I'm not as articulate with it as, as you are. <clears throat> I start by trying to explain to people that, you know, our body hears every thought that we have and yeah. believes it is truth. Right. And that's why those stories you created as a little girl did such damage to you. But you can create new stories. Right. 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 So how do do you do that? How does somebody, you know, when you work, what does it look like if somebody comes to work with you? You know, because I look at this as, as the most important piece. And then I work with all this other stuff, too. But you get amazing results just focusing on this. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I think, based on what I'm hearing you saying, as skeptical as you were, you know, before your personal experience and the shift that you that you have experienced. And what helped me was educating myself. The moment that I saw, oh, there's actually science behind that. There's yeah. proof. It just that my doctor doesn't follow this proof. I was like, okay, okay, hold on. Let me check one more thing. Let me read one more thing. Let me get one more book. Listen to this, you know explanation, whatever, but I'm saying it right now uh, because guys, educate yourself, please. It's going to open so much possibilities. If that's what you need to start believing and taking actions, every 
it's all out there. <laughs> you know, it's 2022, open the internet, get a book. So that will help me. So actually, let's let's kind of like touch on that a little bit. We're probably yeah. not going to go too much into that. But, you know, this epigenetics, right? The past people, everybody believed that like, oh, you are, you know, you were born with those genes. You got what you got. And if it's not good, it is what Sorry. it is still. <laughs> yeah. You're a victim. If you're sick, have your parents say, I'm sorry to what they gave you, you know, but this is not really the truth that it's the expression of the genes, the activity of the genes, whether the genes that you have, the genes for disease, are they uh, turned on or turned off? Are they working? Because if they're not, you may have the genes, but you won't have a disease. So how do we turn it off? What affects are the expression of our genes? And it was found that it's, 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 it's the environment. It's the environment in which the genes live in. So what is the environment? The envi- what is the envir- environment in my body? I mean, go figure out what is fucking environment. <laughs> but that is exactly, and obviously food uh, does affect that and toxins do affect that. But besides those. And bef- usually even before those. <laughs> exactly. The environment is the space created in our body based on the mind, the interpretation, the space that we create based on our our experience. And I like to call it in in my uh, work, I call it fear-based life or love-based life. I grew up in the experience that I had. I felt like everybody's here to hurt me. And, And notice back then it wasn't obvious to me. So you people may listen to me now and be like, I don't have these thoughts. So I, everything's okay with me. I was not aware. Only work and diving in and being committed to that made me realize everything I didn't realize at the time. So, so from quantum physics, we also understand that like our mind creates. If something exists in your reality, it means it exists in your mind. But if it's going to stop existing, existing in your mind, it can stop existing in your body, in your reality, in your life. And, and So thoughts, the mindset, right? You're saying like positive thoughts and all that. It is great. But that's where we are just like consciously thinking, planning. Love-based life, fear-based life, all of this is underneath the conscious mind. It's the part that we are not aware of. Think about an operating system that runs in the back of of, of what you see. This is it. This is what we're talking about. So even though I was making a lot of money and being number one in everything and having great this and great that, the operating system was based on fear. Yes. And, and shared can be a great motivator, right? Your fear drove you to be super successful. And so that that's actually more common than not that the super successful have a lot of that operating system going on underneath that that is where, where life is coming from. Um, so sorry to interrupt you on that one, but it is, I see it time and time again, I work with high achievers and, and I want to reiterate what you said. This is, this takes a process of uncovering. This is, this takes when they, we say, do the work, this is doing the work is you don't get to just wake up one morning and be like, Oh, I listened to Talia and Julie talking on this podcast. And I realized, you know, right. A, B, C, and D. I've been carrying this stuff around. No, it's a it's a process, and it's it's not always very easy and fun. There are moments. It's actually are- mostly isn't. Yeah, 
it's, it's tough work. Yeah. And it takes, you know, people say healing takes time. I say bullshit. Healing takes courage. Yes. That's what it Ooh, takes. I love that. So to go back to your question, it connects with what you just said is the first part that we focusing on because yes. all of it is happening under the surface. Nobody really understands the, the system that runs the whole, the whole thing. So I help people become aware. There's a lot of pain. There's a lot of discomfort in this journey. It's very uncomfortable to realize that you have become somebody that you're not really, you know, we are all being born whole, perfect, complete, beautiful, loving being life and the experiences that we have and the way people talk to us and all these little or big traumas shape who we become as adults. We live like that every day. We think, well, that's who we are. That's who I am. You can't change me. Well, that's not who I am. That's who I became to protect myself right. out of fear. But when I come back to love-based living, everything changed. My ways of being changed. My thoughts change. My experiences change. My emotions change. My actions change. Everything change. But this space has to change. So awareness is the first thing. Once we become aware, and that's a whole purpose, like journey of its own, but it's possible for everybody if they only choose to, awareness, then we have an opportunity. Once you're aware, you have an opportunity to act differently. So you check, okay, how is it showing up in my thoughts? How is it showing up in my life? How is it showing up in my relationships? What kind of behaviors does what I just discovered create the behaviors people like human beings like evidence if we see something that happened already i'm like oh it already happened so it can happen again but stuff that we didn't see in our life in our eyes and we're not like you know it's not clear to us it's hard to believe yeah. so behaviors support people in really getting it and and through that we start creating the shift on behavioral level and creating and that's like a step-by-step -step kind of slow journey it's not that slow i work with people three to six months not like for years but but we start creating we work on the subconscious level in a way of like implementing new beliefs new thoughts new ways and then we change the we work on the actions the reason that i like focusing on the actions is because in my in my personal opinion from my experience and how i work only new patterns can break old patterns so we'll go back to the example of, of of me i created patterns throughout my life that are based on the beliefs that came out of pain and fear right so now i acted on it every day every day every day imagine how uh, thick or substantial the patterns that i created and every time i'm taking action on it what am i doing i'm reaffirming that belief oh yeah that belief is true you are unlovable you are not good enough you are whatever negative right so if we want to break those patterns we have to start taking different actions and then that are based on the new beliefs that we created together when we worked on it and then we find okay what kind of patterns, what kind of behaviors, what actions, how do you show up in the world when you are alone in the room and nobody hears you or see you? And when people do hear or see you, who are you? And then we create patterns that over time get so strong until they break the old pattern. I don't believe in one way, really, because shifting the mind takes uh, a lot sometimes. So this is only one thing that I like doing at the same time, working on everything that is unseen for people and keep diving in to become more aware, in my opinion, is crucial because 
mostly who we are right now without that work is our ego. It's like the ego talking. And you have to break it down. You have to understand that everything's going to be okay even when you break it down. And when you shift and get into the love-based feeling, uh, living, oh my God, when people do this work, and I see it all the time, and I'm just like, oh, I love it. You know, they don't just improve their health. Because now you're using universal laws and you're creating a new life from the inside out. So it's not just your health. Your relationships become better. You yeah. start making more money. You become happier. You, you start thriving in life. And I'm just in love with all this work, if you can tell. <laughs> it's amazing. And, and it, is, it is so true. It's, ne- it's never just about the health. Like that's the root. When you can get to that level where you do shift your health and you find wellness, you create abundance, period. It's, it's when you live, I love the, the living from love and not fear. When you were t- talking about that in the beginning, I was thinking of an interview I did that was all based. And again, this is people like science and names. So we talked about epigenetics. I'm going to throw out the big word, psychoneuroimmunology which is literally the study of everything Talia is talking about right now. And it's been around for a long time. When we talk about science, lots of science, old science, this isn't even new stuff. It's not. That's exactly our, like what's so crazy about that. Our access to it is new. I, you know, I I usually start when I'm teaching, trying to get people to even just you know kind of listen because they're here for diet advice, right? We start with like the placebo effect and how long that's been studied, and placebo, nocebo. It's the same thing as what you're talking about now. It's this impact that our belief systems have. And and like you said, so many of those patterns we we're not aware of as we try, unless we've been doing the work. And so Talia is, is a brilliant light and avenue to, to do the work. And this isn't just two of us sharing a story like, Hey, that this really works. This is the two people having this conversation that not only have experienced it, but see it day in and day out. And I find, I'm curious to hear, hear how you feel. I know, I know the body can heal. I see it happen all the time. People, it it always amazes me. I, I am still though, I always say there's no limit. And then I'm always amazed that it's always better than I can imagine. Like it, it just, so there, I, I see that there is no limit, but the, the, just experience of it blows me away every time. What do you find with your clients? What I love to see the most is the shift. You know, people that work with me because it's a new concept and it's not following the regular, (laughs) what they usually, what usually people hear, they come to me after trying everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my latest recent clients, she said, you know, Talia, I've been following you and I'm contacting you because I want to give it a chance. But honestly, I tried everything. I tried all the different diets that are being recommended. I am part, she has multiple sclerosis. I am a part of so many different groups and programs. I'm really doing everything. She's been living it with, um, I think, from uh, 1998. And so a long time. And she's, well, she's very limited. She's very, very limited, and the disease has definitely affected her life in a very painful, on a very painful level. So she said these words, and she's like, "But you know what? You created the results in your life that I want to see." So I decided to give it a chance after months of thinking about it. You know, because we talked like almost a year before too, and she didn't go for it. And I think 
I think four weeks. I might be mistaken, week in or uh, or a week less. But I got on a phone call with her husband because I knew that there is an additional support that needs to be done there at home when when we are not live. And he told me a few things she'd even share at the moment. So not only that day to day she started doing more things at home, but then they shared on the call that she started taking showers alone. Years she needed assistance in having somebody yeah. supporting her body, helping her sit up, sit down, wash here, wash there. She could not do it alone. Four yeah. weeks she takes showers alone. Many other things that she's doing. I don't want to like just keep talking about that, but like, but that's so huge. And so, yeah, it's, and those are the, this is why you and I just have such joy doing what we do. It's amazing. It is. It is. And, and, and the beautiful thing is that it's really available for everybody. And the reason that I was besides, you know, besides me enjoying talking to you and we have great time when we have conversations one of the reasons that made me be a yes to coming here is because I understand that it's hard for people to accept concepts that yes. don't come as like a proof of my doctor with a big title, doctor or professor. They, it's not what they stand for. Right. So I think the more people hear about it, understand there is proof. People are creating results in their lives. will help them understand there is possibility for themselves because what I am seeing all the time is that when you don't believe that it's possible for you, it is not going to be possible for you. Absolutely. Look, I expected to decline and I declined for mm-hmm. over 11 years. So it, it is it is so, so true. So you have this amazing program, the Mind <laughs> Body Program. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that before we have to sign off. Yeah. So my goal is to have people creating these results in their own life. I don't like, like, I don't um, want to have a dependency of if we work together, then you feel good. So I created this program that has really hours, hours of me teaching and trainings and explaining the concepts and leading to the practices that they need to do to get there. And because somehow all the people that kind of work with me are really smart, I also added uh, the understanding. I want people to understand, but the moment that people understand, they understand that it's possible for them. And then they start believing that it's possible. And here we start creating results. So it's involving, it has, you know, the science and the understanding and then the actual steps and me teaching and also meeting one-on-one, of course. And it's a three-month program that at the end of the, th- most people create incredible results in the three months. Everybody creates some results. Sure. I have to say some people takes them a little bit longer, of right? Course. For the, for different reasons. And sometimes the reasons don't matter because the program becomes, stays available for them beyond the time that we work together so they can come back to things. And, you know, you're listening changes in January, when you're in certain like mindset or state of being, you can listen to one thing, take from it something, and then you know, come back to June and take something completely different. Um, and that happened to me for many times. So that's why I care about keeping it there. But during the program, we focus on everything at the same time. We use techniques from quantum physics. We use techniques to create new patterns. We dive very deep into the quote unquote ugly of who we are the fear based thoughts, beliefs, behaviors. And, you know, it's inevitable to create results. After doing this kind of work, we go very deep. It's uncomfortable, but with the commitment, when people really want, there is a lot of light 
at the end of this incredible journey. How, how beautiful. So that is the incredible mind to body program. And I got to say, it's intense. If you think it's like working with a coach coming in, being like one hour a week. No, there's a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do. Well, my clients know that working with a coach can be intense too. (laughs) It depends on your coach, I guess. I mean, I'm a coach too, but I don't, I know. Not a lot of fluff in my programs either, but no, this is, look, this is, this is, as you said, you know, this is getting to what's underneath all of it. Right. Yeah. And and so this is a lifetime of work that, that you're laying out for people and offering and teaching and guiding and leading for, you know, if in three months you can start to get underneath a lifetime of stories and change them. I mean, it's it's amazing. So what is other than signing up for for your program, what is one thing listeners can do today? I love giving people that action step, right? And so if they're like, huh, maybe there's something to this. What's one thing that they can start to do to take, you know, take a step to improve their health? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy you asked it. And what I'm going to share right now, some people are going to be like, uh, you know, that's nothing. It's not going to make a difference. But the reason that I'm sharing it, it's because a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of people are not aware of the thoughts they have about themselves and the belief they have about themselves. So this is a way to handle it even without necessarily the awareness. Um, I suggest that everybody listening to us right now will create a few personal affirmations that are based in love. So ask yourself, first of all, let's, let's do two steps for this, okay? Start with journaling for a few days. Ask yourself, what is love for you? What is life full of love? Who am I when I am a complete loving being? How do I show up coming from love? And this is kind of weird questions when you think about it. So that's why I'm saying come back to it a few days. Because every time you do it, something going to open up for you. A day later, you're going to write something else. And just flow. Give yourself like five minutes to just write, write, write. See what your heart, where your heart, where, where your heart is taking you and not your current conscious mind. After you're done with that, Create a few affirmations starting with I am. Because what's running in the program is I'm not worthy. I am whatever that is negative and limiting, right? Every day following these, I am love. I am powerful. I'm intelligent. I can achieve whatever I want. I can heal. I am healthy. Start creating, even though you might not believe in it right now, just write it down. And, and start saying it a couple of times a day, but don't say it to say it. Say it so many times until you know that now these are not words. Now it's a feeling in your body. You feel what it, what it means to be it. And here is the part that's going to make the difference. Because a lot of people are following affirmations, but affirmations can disappear the moment you stop saying them. Your goal is to start taking action on it. So if you're saying, I'm powerful, Powerful coming from love, not from fear. How do I act? How do I show up? How do I speak to my employees, to my friends, to my family members, to my kids? What is a powerful person based in love? Say and talk like this to yourself. Talk like this to other people. This is the part you're going to start creating the patterns, the new patterns. Yes, it's not going to change in one day, but it's a process in the direction you actually want to go and not with the results you have right now. So this is uh, for people who really commit to that is really, really useful. The challenge most people have is just stopping after a few days, 
So if you're listening to me right now, just go for it. You deserve it. You are loved and you are beautiful and you deserve to live in a healthy body. Just go for it. Oh my gosh. Incredible, incredible advice. And that is work that literally every one of my private clients, we we start there. That's where we start. So guys, you just got an amazing gold from Talia. Like play it a few times at the end there and, and really get that exercise down and do it. Do it. So before we wrap up, tell listeners where the best place to find you is. We're going to have your links in the show notes, but if someone is like me and they may be listening when they're driving, you know, where can they go to find you? I'm the most active on Instagram. I share a lot of videos, a lot of information. So Alpha by Talia, Alpha with an F, A-L-F-A stands for authenticity, love, freedom, and abundance, because that's for me a healthy life. So Alpha by Talia or my full um, name can find me on social media or my website. And I'm building a new website. There's going to be some great information for you too that will support you in understanding the possibility of your body healing. So I'd love to see you there. Shoot me a DM. Tell me where you're at. What are your challenges? And what kind of content would you like me to add to add to your healing journey? I would love that. I love this. This has been incredible. Thank you, Talia, so much for sharing not only your story, but so many amazing tips, your your healing perspective, which I know is priceless with our listeners today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to share this message. Uh, and I absolutely love what you do and your podcast, uh, where definitely you and I are very aligned with our vision and mission. So again, thank you. We are aligned and it is truly my pleasure. And I hope to, you know, ser- as we talked about, you know, we can listen in the future and not only listen to this episode again, but we'll hopefully talk Talia into coming back and sharing more gold with us in the future. For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guest. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time. This is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.